Hello, 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 all of y'all. Welcome back to my podcast, I Like It Raw. My name is Mikala Leinani, the host and creator of I Like It Raw. So if this is your first time coming to join us, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Here we talk about everything raw, freaky, nasty, real, taboo. I mean, anything and everything. I talk about that shit here with no fear. So, yes, I really want to you know, enlighten the people that listen to my podcast. Uh, I want y'all to feel like you guys can, like, you know, y'all can connect. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I'm a real spirit in, in a human body. You know what I'm saying? I'm a real spirit in a fucking human body having a human experience. And I go through human emotions. I go through a lot of these things. I've been through some good times. I've been through some bad times, you know, just like everyone has. So that being said, I just want to go ahead and dive right into this because this is really weighing on my heart right now. So, okay. Where do I begin? I feel like I have to cut all of my family off um, and, you know, I don't know what to do, honestly. I feel like I have to cut everyone off, especially my mother, because of the negativity that she carries with her and gives off um damn it's crazy because I'm really trying to figure out how I really want to start this but ever since I was a child um it seemed like my mother would excuse people's bad behavior and no matter the harm that it seemed like they did to me, she would always expect me to excuse it as well. Um, And so would my grandmother. And as much as I love those two women, and those were the women that raised me, and they still continue to be here for me to this day, energetically, I can't continue to allow them to enter that my field if that makes sense I don't know this is tougher than I thought this is tougher than I thought I've never talked about this publicly one because I was shunned and told to never speak of what happened to me. Um, But I kind of just want to get it off my chest because there's situations that people go through that they don't want to talk about because they don't want to be a disgrace to their family or, you know, they are in some way trying to protect their family or something, but your family isn't protecting you. 
man, this stretches down to where black men and black women should protect each other. But I don't know if I feel like going down that road. <sighs> okay. I'm so sorry, y'all. I, I didn't think this would be as difficult as this is right now. But so years back, um, while I was in my seven-year relationship, um, I think I might have been maybe 20 or 21 at this time. Uh, I was going to my mom and my granny's condo because they left out of town and I was going to go check on my dog, like, well, our dog, um, Bailey, because they were gone. I was going to go take him outside, um, and whatnot. My uncle lives with my fucking family. Okay. They, he was living with my mom and my granny. And, you know, I get into the house, I have a key, I can come in, the fuck? So I come on in, and I'm sitting in there talking to Bailey for, like, probably, like, five to seven minutes. Like, literally talking to this nigga in the, in the fucking open part of the house, the living room. But the entire floor plan was basically open, so the living room and the kitchen connected. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, the kitchen is, like, up here. The living room was up here. It was like a nice hall. Like, like I said, it was it was open to each other. Dining room right here and shit. There was a hallway like right here in between the kitchen and the living room where there is a bedroom and a bathroom. And the hallway is all of the length of a door. It was literally just the doors to the other, to the bathroom and the bedroom. So my uncle's in that first bedroom, right? Um, I'm in there talking to Bailey or whatever for however long I was there. So if you hear a person in the goddamn house talking for five to seven minutes, I know you, I, and I'm, I'm not a fucking quiet, soft spoken, quiet voice motherfucker. He's, his ass should have knew I've been in now. Um, anyways, I come in there, I'm still talking to them, talking to him and he opens the door and comes out and looks at me and points his gun at me. My uncle, my mother's brother, comes out and points a gun at me. And he said, you need to announce yourself when you come in here. I could have killed you. I said, well, you see who the fuck it is. Put your fucking gun down. But he just gets closer. To where the like gun is just like right here. And I'm just sitting here like. There was no fear running through my head. It was all. Like I, I couldn't even tell you what it was. It was like nigga. Do it. Go. You made it this far and you decided to walk your ass on over here after I done told your motherfucking stupid ass to put the fucking gun down. And after you saw it was me walking into my mom at my granny's house, your name ain't on the motherfucking papers of this house, nigga. You decide to still walk over to me with your, going, your gun pointed at me like you about to shoot, nigga, shoot. That is my uncle that did that to me.
you know? That is fucked up. It's sad. It's sick. So he finally decides to back up and he puts his gun down on the stairs. Me and him are yelling, going at it. My ex hears, hears us yelling and he's outside. So he comes in. He like, he comes in like, kind of like, I'm not going to say in the nick of time. Cause in the nick of time, I'm like, shit, I don't know what the fuck. But he comes in and he's like, uh, I appreciate it to him for this. He's like, you know, what the fuck is going on in here? He's like, you better get your fucking girlfriend out of here. Blah, blah, blah. Next time you come over here, I'm going to kill you. What? Come on now. So the same uncle. You already done did this bullshit and you want to openly threaten me. Saying the next time that I come over here, you gonna kill me. Okay. All right. You don't know how bad I wish I would have got a bat and hit him over the head. Like, a lot of thoughts ran through my mind at that time. There was no fear. It was more so anger. Like, damn, I should have smacked the fuck out this nigga with that fucking metal bat. I should have knocked that head off that fucking shoulder. So I should have got a knife and fucking tried to... You know, because this nigga had my life in jeopardy and is still making these threats. What? So I am uh, literally sitting there just nigga fucking you fucking crazy. Like I'll call the police on your ass. You can't do that. I live here. My mail come here. Your mail comes there. There's a, I keep getting old people's mail from that, uh, that lived here previously. Does that mean they live here? No, stupid ass. So he's like, um, he's on the phone with my granny at this point. Cause now I'm talking back with my ex and he's like, let's just go. Let's just go. He on the phone with my granny trying to tell her the story and, uh, save himself to, and not tell her what the fact actually just went on. Excuse me. And not tell her what the fuck actually just happened. And I was like, yeah, be a bitch and go call your mama. Go ahead and try and save yourself real quick. So after that, we leave. I call, I think I call, I call my granny. I, I think she might have not answered because she was on the phone with him. But, or, and then I called my mom. Me and my ex sitting in the car in the driveway of my granny and my mom's condo. And I'm like, you need to come get your fucking son. That's what I said to my granny when my mom answered the phone. You need to come get your fucking son. She's like, well, you needed it to know. I said, this nigga had a gun to... So obviously he didn't tell you the full story. He didn't tell you about how he had a gun to my head. And he just said the next time I come over here, he was going to kill me. He didn't tell you none of that? Hmm? No, no. Mind you, I couldn't even tell them all of this the first time I called, actually. Because my ex was getting so mad that they were defending my uncle before even hearing my side of the story. They were defending this nigga. And my ex was like, hang up the fucking phone. Because I'm about to lose it. And I did. And a few minutes later, we started driving. And then I called them again to be able to explain what the fuck actually just happened. He had a gun to my fucking head and blah, blah, blah. They're sitting there in silence, you know? I just wanted y'all to know the real fucking story since I seem like I can't even talk. 
Goddamn. But the shit was just sad. Because they're already... First off, why are you defending a grown-ass nigga? A grown-ass nigga? What is a 30-something-year-old man, 40-something-year-old man calling his mama for? On a 20-something-year-old girl, woman. You know what I'm saying? The fuck? But we called them and told them that, and they were sitting there in silence. Nothing could be said. Like, my granny still had this nigga back, though. That shit was wild, bro. Then, you know, after that, I couldn't speak with them. Like, they came back. And we ended up going to, like, a pizza spot. I don't know if it was exactly when they came back or if it was, like, weeks later or something like that. But um, we ended up having a few phone conversations before they got back. And my grandma was like, he wouldn't have shot you. And that still rings in my head to this day, along with another thing I'm about to tell you. So just let that shit simmer for you. He wouldn't have shot you. This nigga had a gun to my head, his own niece's head, and he wouldn't have shot me. Listen to that. We go to this pizza restaurant, blah, blah, blah. I asked my granny, I said, if he would have killed me, would you have forgave him? She said, yeah. God damn. That hits hard, don't it, y'all? I used to cry about this situation a lot. But... I'm getting to a point where it's hard for me to cry about things because I am constantly shown over and over again that I can't even trust the people closest to me, the ones that, you know, raised me to protect me in a way. And that's just something that I'm having to accept. And I have to accept that I can't tell them and talk to them like I want to. Because a lot of times, it's always flipped back on me. So, when she told me she would have forgave him if I got killed that night. That hit me very deeply. It really did. Um, My mom, she... It's like she didn't seem like she really even knew what she wanted to say. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Because <laughs> I don't know what if she knew she, what she would have did, you know. But I know my granny, when she said she would have forgave him, she would have. So you remember how she told me, oh, he wouldn't have shot you. The same nigga that did that shit then went to kill two people. And is now in jail. Well, he went and killed two people and not had a shootout with the cops and is now in jail. So it even hits me a little more because when I talk about the people closest to you, even the ones that raised me, I, I would feel like you would want to protect me more, right? But it kind of just shows you Trust in people and this human experience is not real. The only thing that is real is love. 
And I've been having to learn I have to have a lot of self-love because a lot of the people closest to me keep disappointing me, keep hurting me, keep excusing behavior like that and then wanting me to excuse it. You know, she would tell me, oh, he said he's sorry and blah, blah, blah. Okay, the fuck? I bet he is sorry now. Now he has to sit in jail because he went and killed two people when you said he wasn't even going to shoot me. Hmm. Thank goodness. And it's like I'm not even angry with them, nigga. I'm not. I forgive him. I forgive him for myself because me carrying around that pain of, damn, you know, what happened, it doesn't bother me. The situation doesn't bother me. But it's the people that are supposed to protect you the most that don't is what bothers me. Where was my protection at? Even when I was younger, there was a situation with my aunt's husband. This nigga said he was going to whoop me. And I called my mom and she asked me, well, what you do? Bitch, what? A whole, a, a nigga that you, that ain't my fucking father, that ain't kin to this family, that, that just got married in. You talk about well, what you do. You gonna allow him to put hands on your child? Every time I would get in trouble at school, but what you do? God damn, man. I'm gonna just end this right here, y'all. Because I, I don't even know if I could really keep going. Do better, y'all. If you say you love... If you say you love somebody, if you have kids and you tell them you love them and you're always going to protect them and be there for them, please don't lie. Because it sounds good and it sounds like what a parent should say. That's It's hard to feel like you're living in a world by yourself in some sorts. I mean, it's not hard because I am in this world living in this world by myself. But the harsh realities that you face really will really let you realize, make you recognize what the fuck it really is, you know? I mean, this Mercury retrograde that we're in right now, y'all, has been so intense. I've never experienced a retrograde so fucking powerful. Or knew that I was experiencing a retrograde so powerful. But technology has been fucking up. We just had Facebook and Instagram get hacked and was out for fucking eight hours. Everybody was losing their shit. I mean, my phone been acting up. Communication and situations have been off and very, very, very fucked up right now. In my case. Shit has, you know, happened. Shit has happened. But here I am still standing strong as I get goosebumps saying that. Because spirit knows. Spirit knows that I know that I got to be strong. Oh, and it just keeps coming. That I got to be strong. Every time I say strong. And keep going. 
and be positive and continue to believe in myself and not having that, not have, you ain't got no self-doubt, you know, like not have that self-doubt, take care of myself and just keep it pushing. These situations are not my story. There are obstacles that I overcame and I can overcome every single one and I will continue to do so. So for the people that comment on pictures, even when I am wearing my gun on my hip, oh, you don't need a gun, bitch. I will smack the shit out of you because you sound like a fucking fool. I'm here to protect myself um, because I feel like I've been shown more times than I needed to be shown that people, they can love you, they will love you, but ain't nobody going to protect you like you. So I'll end this episode right here. Thank y'all so much for coming to listen to this episode of I Like It The Raw. Um, your girl has started an OnlyFans. So make sure y'all go check out my OnlyFans. We got some juicy content where I'm just living in my 100% authenticity and enjoying being the sensual goddess that I am. For people that got some shit to say, zip that lip because we ain't got, we ain't got shit for you here. Shut the fuck up. Be bitter somewhere else. The energy is not allowed. Make sure y'all go to my OnlyFans. It's my name, Mikala Leinani. M-I-K-A-L-A-L-E-I-N-A-N-I. I'll post my OnlyFans link under the video in YouTube, um, as well as the referral code, so y'all can sign up with my referral code <clears throat> if you want to start your OnlyFans. Excuse me. It's not going to cost you anything. It's not going to take anything away from y'all. It's just going to help me get some residuals because right now you're paying OnlyFans 20%. I believe it's 20% or something like that when you could pay them 15% and send me five. So why not, you know, help your girl out. So all that shit is going to be in the description of this video if you are watching me on YouTube. So if you are watching me on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share this video. Go ahead to the OnlyFans and, you know, check your girl out and subscribe and get some juicy content of mine. Um, and if you are listening to me on all your major listening platforms, just go ahead and share my episode with everyone that you fucking know. I really, really do appreciate it. You know, word of mouth is the best advertisement, y'all. Word of mouth. Um, if... Y'all are on Instagram. Make sure you follow me on my Instagram at Mikalaleinani, M-I-K-A-L-A-L-E-I-N-A-N-I. And you can follow the Instagram, the podcast Instagram at uh, I Like It The Raw Podcast. And my skating Instagram at MK Skates with two Z's, no S in this bitch. Um, but yeah, I think that's all of the fucking social media platforms that I need to fucking shout out. God damn. Damn, that should be a fucking... Now if you experience all this... God damn, I feel like an information on this bitch. So I'm going to just go ahead and get this off. I love y'all so much. Make sure y'all stay high, safe, and strapped up. And I'll see y'all in the next episode of I Like It Raw.